If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Time for the BA Breakdown with Broken Arrow City Manager Michael Spurgeon. You know that's Tuesday, so it's our tradition now. Michael, thanks for being here. How are you doing? Skylar, I'm doing great. How are you being, my friend? Very good. Glad to talk with you this evening. There's uh, something I wanted to ask you about. It's not really a Broken Arrow uh, City project, but it will affect a lot of people, including myself who live out that way. It's the um, replacement of lights along the BA Expressway. They're putting in those new LEDs from, as I understand it, just west of Aspen out to the old uh, Highway 51 right there at the Coweta exit. Uh, that's going to be a nice improvement for drivers. Absolutely. Let there be light, brother. There's a lot of things, uh, how important this project is for not only broken air, but for that entire area. We're trying to up, 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 up uh, or improve driver safety by new illumination, um, as well as try to provide a more cost-effective uh, lighting for, for that particular area because we have to pay PSO for those lights. And so this is a project that's going to be about $225,000. It's being paid for out of our street lighting fund, and the work is supposed to begin this week. All right. Well, watch for that. And as I understand, it's uh, uh, 45 to 60 days, so drivers just be aware of that. But it's uh, intermittent work. They're going to try to avoid rush hour. Is that right? Yes, I think they're going to be trying to do most of the work, just as you said, you said, and maybe something in the evening. Also want to send a shout out to Rocky Hinkle, our street and stormwater director. This was his initiative a couple of years ago and with supply chain issues and just the process. It's taken a little bit longer than we'd have liked, but we're very excited about what it's going to do for the drivers in that area. All right, let's talk about New Orleans Square. That is uh, 101st and Elm, New Orleans and Elm. Um, fun fact for you, Michael, I, that was the first place I lived in Broken Arrow when I was a kid. So it's really neat to see this project advance um, because, you know, when it, of course, Reesers moved out of that area, but I remember shopping at the Price Mart before it was even a Reesers. That's uh, how far it goes back. It's been a little while. Um, so on New Orleans Square, we know the city's working to revitalize that area. First, uh, I understand some people were worried about some of the potential plans and the and the condition of the road there, uh, it's not going to be narrowed, right? That's correct. It is going to actually be uh, developed in the design with the four lanes and then a fifth lane for turning uh, to make sure that we can accommodate the flow of traffic that's currently there and what we believe will be in the anticipation of an increased traffic as the, as the area begins to redevelop. The other thing that really caught my attention was the proposed secondary streets. Now, let me see if I can sort of paint this picture for the listeners, because I'm still trying to understand it too. So correct me if I'm wrong, but it looks like the plan is to divide up those vast parking lots at New Orleans and Elm and sort of create side streets that would go between, I guess, potentially new buildings and other businesses. Is that right? Well, if you can envision the area, there's still a, a number of parcels of land that could be developed. 
And the, the purpose of the revitalization is to see what we could do with the existing buildings and try to get those um, upgraded or improved. Or if there, in some cases, if there might be a demolition of a building, then we'd be able to do some additional uh, new structures in the existing area. And if you take the area that has not been developed, there is tremendous potential for development of those areas in some type of mixed use fashion. And so we were envisioning what those areas could look like and the possibility of working with the other owners, how we could reconfigure the existing areas as well. So it's very conceptual right now, and it's going to be based on us working with the developer too on how we could develop the the, uh, the areas that still right now uh, don't have anything on those pieces of land. Are you talking about uh, land that's just sort of field area or, or is it those parking lots I mentioned, the big vast areas? Uh, there's, there's those, po- those parking areas are, are, there is potential for additional out parcels. There's, there's no question about that. But there are some areas uh, mainly on, on the west side of the street of uh, Elm Place that there is some vacant land that if acquired by a developer or working with the city, there actually could, could be some additional development there. And that's where you could see some additional retail, commercial, uh, single family, maybe even some multifamily. And that's where we're really trying to conceptualize what those areas would look like, which could actually improve the entire area with some additional new development. So nothing set in stone yet, but uh, is there a timeline on when that kind of decision could be made? Well, it all depends on the city uh, working with the developer, and that's one of the things we still have to decide is if we would like to do um, you know, some type of request for proposal, but once again, the city doesn't own those vacant parcels, so we'll have to work with the, with the owners of those properties for the development and see if we could facilitate some type of you know, business relationship with the developer that would like to do the development. Once again, it's going to take the city and, and the, uh, the existing property owners and someone that's interested in making that type of investment in order to see those plans and ideas that we to come to fruition. One of the things the city can control is the uh, one of the other thing I saw that's proposed is making the intersection itself nicer with new traffic signals and, uh, you know, trees in between that sort of thing. And a lot of people have commented with us, uh, myself included, about the, the short lived paint on the street. We're not talking about doing that again. <laughs> we're looking at we're looking at more long term stuff. No, the, the short the short lived paint was really to draw excitement to the area. Uh, this is this is an area of town that used to be, as you mentioned, the center of our community, and it is no longer the center of our community. However, it is still a very vital part of our economic driver in, within the city of Broken Arrow, and I applaud the council members and a lot of citizens and businesses who uh, basically said that we're going to make uh, New Orleans Square a priority in terms of redeveloping and actually potential new development. The amenities that we're going to be asking will be permanent, and we're, we're looking at such improvements as um, decorative plantings and shade trees or improve lighting in the area, wider sidewalks, uh, the traffic signals are going to be upgraded, and then there's going to be enhanced crosswalks. So it's going to be an amazing place uh, to actually go and shop and, and bring your families to. And that's where we'll be having our 4th of July, our block party is going to be at the end of June. So it won't be happening this year, but in 2023, all those improvements should be finished. And it's just going to be an amazing place to come and basically support the businesses and, and actually enjoy uh, our uh, celebrating our nation's um, uh, birthday. We're talking with Broken Arrow City Manager Michael Spurgeon. It's the BA Breakdown every Tuesday at 5.05 here at the KRMG Evening News. Michael, since we've been talking, we've got an open mic on the KRMG app, a question for you. I'd like to ask Mr. Spurgeon what the city of Broken Arrow is doing to improve the flooding issues in Broken Arrow. Um, he goes on to say there's more uh, housing development. He hasn't seen much in terms of flooding. Now, I don't have personal knowledge of this, so I'll let you field it. 
Well, I can tell you every community that has development is going to have to address the drainage issues that that come along with new development. And ultimately, our goal is to make sure that there is no increased water on any of the residents in the adjoining areas when it comes to building development. And uh, I think we do a great job of, of trying to do that. I will say is that uh, there are challenges in any, any fast growing community, especially when you have a number of tributaries that we have in Broken Arrow. So fortunately, in the 2018 bond package, we actually got voter approval to spend several million dollars to address existing drainage problems. And we've created a drainage advisory committee that looks at these uh, specific issues and we've actually approved a number of projects to try to help improve the drainage. So I can't be real specific uh, because the gentleman didn't mention that. If I knew more about where he was referring to, I could probably try to address it. But I can tell you is fixing the drainage issues that we know exist is a priority for, for our uh, council and administration. All right. We will be happy to direct questions from you on the open mic to Broken Arrow City Manager Michael Spurgeon here on the BA Breakdown each Tuesday. Michael, we got to run. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week. Take care. Talk to you soon, Skyler.